welcome back to general education sadly our very last episode of season three i'm your host natalie bettendorf this week i sat down with josh dunst daily trojans photo editor to talk about how he got into photography and his path to be editor of the photo team as a freshman also what makes a good photographer on daily trojan staff You'll also hear Josh on this Friday's episode of Rhythm and News, where we'll be giving a full recap of Coachella 2019. It's going to be quite an episode that you won't want to miss, so be sure to stay tuned. With that, let's roll the tape. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today. I want to jump right in and have you tell me a little bit about how you got involved in photography. What really spurred your interest when you were younger or even a few years ago? How did you really get into taking photos? So I've always played sports um, since I was little, forever. And when I was in eighth grade, it was my brother's last year playing high school football. And we didn't go to like a big sports schools like there weren't a lot of people at games it was mostly just parents and like siblings of kids on the team and I was one of the few siblings who was like in middle school so like it, was, it could get boring to go to games sometimes and my brother was always like bugging like my parents or me like hey like can we get photos during the game like the same kind of stuff like I did when I was the same age playing sports so then I started just bringing like a family camera that we had just because it was something that was fun. A couple of my brother's friends would always come back to our apartment after games, and like I would always show them, and it just, I, got, I really got into it. Then it became sort of, I think, a personal connection. And then that winter, I stopped playing basketball. Um, I continued playing other sports, but I stopped playing basketball. And one of my best friends made our varsity basketball team in our high school. Um, so I was taking photos at his games, and then a lot of the middle school games, because like all my good friends were on our middle school basketball team. It, as it turned out, one of the coaches of our middle school basketball team was an aspiring sports photographer who was at that point just starting to do a lot of work with Nike. So he, so this is, this is in eighth grade, he sort of like took me under his wing, started to introduce, started to introduce himself to me, really just kind of showed me how, just show, taught me a ton about photography and just the business in general. Um, going forward for the next couple of years and then I think my junior year he ended up bringing me to a big middle school basketball tournament in Virginia um, which was when I sort of started getting even more into it and starting to get paid for things and just taking it at a much more serious level than I had when I, when I was younger. And like tell me a little bit about a couple of photos that you think really have inspired your or even just photographers that who who have inspired you either in sports or otherwise who's really kind of fueled that passion got to think about this uh, i think that i mean probably the first person is i mean john lopez the guy who coached at my school cuz he so he grew up in new york and played basketball when he was younger almost played division 1 college basketball and just really loved the game and spent a lot of the summers when he was younger, playing in sort of some of the, the grassroots um, street ball tournaments in New York City and then started to take photos of them as he got older. And he's really able to capture sort of all of the emotion that comes with basketball, whether it be just playing on a street in the summer or uh, or like a high school basketball tournament or for the Knicks because he's currently working for them now. Just I think that he has such an ability to sort of capture emotion and really tell a story with just one image itself. What's kind of your setup? Like when you are out on the field, when you're taking photos either at games or on assignment, 
what are your core what, what's the core equipment you have obviously your camera but what brand do you use what kind of equipment do you so carry with you? i have a canon 5d mark three which i've had for two and a half three years um at this point and then I almost always am using a 70 to 200 millimeter length lens that is 2.8 aperture because that it re- you really need that for indoor sports just to be able to stop the motion with kind of a minimal amount of light that you'll get a lot inside. And that's my go-to for almost every shoot that I have. When I'm shooting football or something outside where there's a much bigger field, occasionally i'll rent a longer lens just because it makes your life so much easier and in what way what does does the longer lens contribute physically just the size of the field it makes it so much you're able to get so much more detail and see so much more of the player the coach the action like being able to see like the details in someone's face under a football helmet adds so much more versus say seeing from their head to their toe gotcha so a lot of your photos at least what i've seen for daily children is that you really seem to prioritize capturing players in the heat of a moment, mm-hmm. right? Like capturing that emotion, capturing them when they're super focused. Yeah. What is it that you really want to convey with your best photos? And what what do you, when you look at a photo that you've taken, when it's been printed or you're going back and looking at a reel, like what stands out as the best quality for you? I mean, for me, it's sort of the photos that make me have feelings similar to what I've had when I've played sports in the past. Like, I I played tackle football from seventh grade all the way through high school. Like, we lost in the championship game my senior year, and, like, walking off the field, I was in tears hugging a kid that I'd known since I was five. And that's, like, the low, and that we won the championship game the year before, and I had a similar, like, the exact opposite experience. So just, I think that that's one of those things that I always try and capture the emotion to sort of show the triumphs and the tragedies of sports. Then even beyond just that, like, I think that for so many people, sports are just play a huge role in their lives. Like I've been going to football games, like my dad and my brother, since we were, since I was five, four, maybe even younger, like it it gets such a foundational part of who I am. And I think it is that way to a ton of people that I think that there's just so much that you can tell through it. Totally. What is the ultimate goal for where you'd want to have your photos published? I think that my goal as of now is to work for a professional team and, or a professional league and sort of run the photos, the digital sphere for that team, just because I think that there's so much that you can do um, working for a team as opposed to working, say, for a newspaper or Getty Images or one of the wire services because – you get so much more access um, as working for a team and the players will actually just become comfortable with you because they know who you are and it's not just a random person pointing a camera in their face. It's like, oh, no, like, like I know that guy. Like, he's not going to, like, do anything that, like, is going to make me look bad and, like, he's here kind of to capture sort of the moments that no one else can see. Let's transition a little bit over to being photo editor. So tell me a little bit about your interest first in Daily Trojan. I mean, you're wrapping up freshman year. How did you hear about Daily Trojan? What really compelled you to apply as a photographer? So coming in freshman year, uh, the colleges that I applied to, I applied to schools with big sports, just 
with photography. It's kind of what I wanted to be doing. The newspaper at every school kind of jumped out to me at first. Like, all right, like that's going to be my best opportunity to just get in base level, be able to shoot literally any sport. Um, so I got in our, our first meeting. I went up to Emily, who's the photo editor last semester. And like, I was like, Hey, like, I don't know if you remember my, um, portfolio that I sent in, but I do a ton of sports photography. Like, are there any sports games that I can shoot? Um, and she goes, um, let me like check the schedule. I'll email you back. So then I think I went to a women's water polo game and then soccer, um, just a couple like random things here and there. And then what really changed was for the Utah football game, there was an open spot and I would, I would have to pay for my flights, but not the hotel. And I jumped at that opportunity immediately just cause I I, like I spent this entire summer working in photography and made enough money that I could cover flights to and from Utah for a weekend. So in that, I think being able to perform and take photos there allowed me to sort of start to get better and more assignments that I really, really wanted going forward. As the semester was wrapping up, I knew that Emily wasn't going to be the editor next semester. And it was something that I sort of was interested in just because there's so much more to photography than just going to a game there's there you can really represent kind of a newspaper an organization literally anything with in so many different ways and I wanted to sort of be a part of making sure that we got great images for the Daily Trojan every and every on every article every paper everything we put out I think that that's sort of been my goal this semester and explain to me a little bit about how it works when you're on the photo team here. I mean, how you send, send out assignments similar to how news would send out assignments to their writers. How does that process work if you're applying to be a photographer and looking into what's the time commitment? What is, What am I going to have to go do? Do I get to pick my own assignments? Tell me a little bit about that. So for news and lifestyle assignments, the news and lifestyle editors will make a spreadsheet uh, at the beginning of the week with all of their stories and which of them need photos and usually description of what they're looking for, whether it be, okay, a portrait of someone or photos of this event or photos of this building um, or like this concert, like all these different things. And I'll get that and then go through and send that out in mass to our staff and ask them, hey guys, can you just go sign up for these? Let me know like what you're signing up for and I'll send you a folder so that you can email me them back once you take them. Then for sort of some bigger, if there are bigger events, um, like if we have a feature coming out, so we know that the photos are going to be kind of a bigger part of the story. And then the sports stuff where it can be a little bit tougher, um, just because people don't have as much experience on that, I'll usually send out individual emails to the entire staff. Um, and then those, if people are interested, I'll usually weigh and see who wants which assignments. And if it's someone that I haven't heard from, the entire year, but then the U the USC UCLA football game comes along comes around and they want to shoot that. Like you're not gonna, I'm not gonna give that to you. When right, right. <laughs> there's someone that's picked up twelve assignments. Right. For the last three months. And then, what kind of qualities do you look for in uh, your staff and in photographers who? And that goes beyond taking good photos. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's just really someone that wants to grow and get better. Um, because I think that I think generally in college, but especially just the Daily Trojan itself, it's really, you get out what you put in. I know that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have this job today if I didn't take the extra step last semester and talk to the editor then and sort of push myself into the, hey, like, I want 
to do more. I want to, I want you to text me saying, hey, can you get this assignment? Like, I don't want to have to just be waiting to see stuff. So I think that that's what I really want is people who are, take the extra step and want to go forward. Like, like I have a few photographers on staff that, like, I know, like, all right, if I'm sending something out and if it's a portrait, like, there are three people that I'm going to get a response from every time that want. And that's sort of exactly what I love because I know, like, all right, these are people who will make my life easier, get great photos, and they clearly are making good work and getting better themselves. Awesome. You can find more of Josh's photos on his website and also dailytrojan.com. My Instagram, my Twitter, at jdunstphoto, J-D-U-N-S-T, photo. Thank you so much for joining me today, Josh. Of course. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure hosting general education and being this semester's podcast editor. There's something really special to me about supplementing the Daily Trojan with audio stories about our staff and their pieces. Hearing the voices of passionate people every week on our campus has been so inspiring, and honestly, my only wish is that this podcast has opened the door to a story behind the story for all of you. If you're listening out there, know that the best way that you can support our staff's hard work is by subscribing on Spotify and iTunes, and also sharing your favorite Daily Trojan episodes, articles, and photos on social media. You can keep up with me on Twitter at Natalie R. Bett, with two T's, all one word. General Education will be back next semester. So until then, thanks for listening. This podcast was produced by Natalie Bettendorf, Karin Navadia, Catherine Yang, and Alan Pham. Thank you.